The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. As you heard in the news headlines uh, there, though, uh, the HSC are investigating the death of a four-year-old child, which may be linked to the bacterial infection known as Strep A. Dr. Brendan O'Shea, the Kildare-based GP, is with me to discuss. Uh, Brendan, what exactly is Strep A? Well, Strep A is a bacteria and it's very common. Uh, and figures usually given uh, indicate that as many as 10 or 20% of us out there are carrying it. Um, and we carry it in the back of our throat, we carry it in the back of our noses, it can be on our skin. Uh, and it's an unsavoury and unpleasant idea that all of us uh, carry billions of bacteria throughout our bodies. Um, and, back, and streptococcal bacteria is, is quite common. Most of the time, uh, we all get on very well together. Um, but sometimes, uh, for reasons that are not clearly understood, um, a bacteria that you're carrying uh, starts causing disease and symptoms. And rarely, um, in the case of this, uh, it can become very difficult and life-threatening. Mm-hmm. So these are not really pleasant ideas for listeners uh, at News Talk to be thinking about, but that, that those are the scientific facts. So it's a fairly common bacteria. We come across it most days in general practice, um, in swab results. Uh, it can cause a variety of different infections, and the vast majority of them are very responsive to straightforward antibiotic mm. ter- ter- therapy. But occasionally, you can have very aggressive uh, illness caused by group A strep. And w- what are the conditions that cause strep to become problematic, if, if so many of us have it crawling around us at any given moment? There isn't really a clear answer to that. Okay. Uh, there, are, there are partial answers. Um, and for example, we've become very, we've all become epidemiologists and, and uh, microbiologists during the COVID <laughs> pandemic. Sometimes there are host factors. So the very young and the very old uh, are arguably a little bit more vulnerable because they're more vulnerable to any kind of infection. Um, uh, people who are actively immunosuppressed. Uh, but in the kind of cases that are making the headlines, uh, unfortunately, at the minute, uh, often there is no obvious outstanding host factor and there isn't a clear reason as to why in one individual it starts to cause an infection. Okay. Uh, when, when I sit down and think about it, um, I've almost certainly treated a couple of streptococcal effect, infections during the last week. Um, it can often be uh, associated with cellulitis, for example. Um, uh, often strep uh, is at the back of a, of a significant or a more severe sore throat and it's treated with penicillin. And in the vast majority of cases, there's a very satisfactory response uh, and the, the infection actually settles down. But rarely you get very serious aggressive disease. Yeah, and you do. Yeah, strep throat is something that people will hear talk of and maybe talk a bit about themselves, so that they'll understand that that relationship. Um, how then does a strep infection generally manifest itself? I mean, it, it, you know, you're talking about cellulitis there. You're talking about sore throats. I mean, is there a whole host of symptoms that could be down to strep? You've kind of answered the question, um, which is most commonly uh, you'll you'll be presenting with a sore throat. Okay. And, you know, well, what's what, what is a sore throat? And we're we're now looking at, you know, on one spectrum, a mild uh, uh, redness, a little bit of difficulty with swallowing. It can progress to kind of man flu proportions. But if you've got a good active bacterial infection, uh, there's 
a much greater concentration of bacteria and they produce toxins or chemicals that interfere uh, with the functioning, with the physiology. Um, so somebody with a good bacterial sore throat will be absolutely flat. There'll be very significant pain to the extent that we have difficulty with swallowing. If there is a toxin uh, entering into the blood, that causes a drop in blood pressure. So you've got profound fatigue and absolutely flat. These are all red flag symptoms mm. and they should be communicated. Um, we're obviously not going to comment on any individual case. Uh, as I said, the HSC are investigating this death. But I mean, in a general sense, when when a strep infection gets to the point of alarm for doctors, what why is that? What has happened usually? Well, you have a patient who is not just a bit out of sorts. Um, they are usually feeling absolutely dreadful. Um, low blood pressure, uh, a rapid pulse. Um, if we're examining a throat, um, well, with the history is important. And if somebody can drink fluids reasonably normally with a little bit of discomfort, that doesn't rate very highly. If, on the other hand, the throat is so sore that they have trouble swallowing fluids, that's a red flag. And when we look at that throat, you might have enlarged tonsils. Um, strep produces some characteristic changes sometimes um, uh, in tonsils. We talk about uh, a strawberry tongue. Um, and you're also looking for a pus or exudate, which is a white creamy coat on the back of the tonsils, very enlarged um, uh, cervical uh, glands or glands in the neck. So against that picture, there you're looking at somebody who needs aggressive antibiotic therapy. Uh, they need uh, fluids. Um, and if it's a, a healthy 24-year-old, in practice, very often we're happy to treat and manage closely. Mm. And if over 24 hours the symptoms are alleviating on the antibiotics, which is normally what happens with strep, then we just finish out the antibiotics and that's fine. But if we're not responding to the antibiotics, then we're looking at um, uh, a referral to, to ED. And, and listen, uh, getting a push notification or, or hearing headlines on the radio that say, you know, the HSC is investigating the death of a four-year-old, it causes no small degree of alarm in some people's minds. But I, I think it's it's important probably to reiterate something you said right at the outset. It is rare. Um, serious infection is rare. Mild infections are fair, with strep are reasonably common mm. and normally respond very well to treatment. It is dreadfully difficult being a parent. We're absolutely wired to be anxious and we need to, we need to be vigilant. Uh, and in general practice, we see hundreds of parents from one end of the week to the next who are absolutely fantastic. And they bring great common sense to what they do. But there is no doubt about it. Uh, this story of a four-year-old child stricken with a serious bacterial infection, um, it's a very difficult story. But uh, we would go um, uh, really uh, baseline on the common sense, fluid intake, response to Calpol, how sick is the child, are the symptoms mild or moderate, or mm. are they severe? How progressive is it? What's the child's medical history? And most parents are really good at working through this. If they have serious concerns, be in touch. A telephone consultation is very easy to set up in most cases. Um, and if necessary, we'll uh, certainly examine and look. Uh, most of the time, and here's the key thing, most of the time streptococcal infections respond really well uh, to frontline antibiotics. So, you know, we'll do our level best to keep calm and, and we'll carry on, you know. Brendan, listen, pleasure as always. And thanks a million for explaining all of that so clearly uh, for people. Dr. Brendan O'Shea is a GP based in County Kildare. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.